listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Monday the 28th of March. This is Recap, brought to you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. Do you see what I did there, John? I was too quick with the disclaimer. I didn't go, look, my usual, here's the disclaimer. I just got straight in there. Yeah, I, I liked it. Efficiency. I, I didn't muck about. I just thought, hey, that's three words I don't need to use. Hey, John, how are you, mate? I'm um, good, thanks, Jose. What's been going on? Oh, mate. It's been a minute. It has been a minute, John. Uh, hasn't been on the recap for a while, so it's great to have you here, mate. Thank you for stepping in. No, it's awesome to be here. I love it. Uh, quick uh, quick uh, uh, weekend recap. What did you get up to on the weekend? One awesome thing, please. One awesome thing? Well, I was in Melbourne for the past week, so I'd, I'd say that classifies oh, as pretty awesome. Nice. Love Melbourne. How about you? I, I bought a joystick. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah, I went to BB, BB, BB Tech and got, got a joystick. Have you given it a test run yet? No. Oh. <laughs> Still in the box. John, I hear that Air New Zealand announced it's getting some more support from the government. Yep, that's right. So Air New Zealand this morning announced that it will get another year's worth of support for its cargo flights thanks to the government's maintaining international air connectivity scheme hmm. uh, i feel like we've mentioned this scheme before on recap but can you remind us what it's all about yep sure thing i'll give us a little recap rewind so Thanks. this was the scheme that was introduced in may 2021 to help keep nz connected to the rest of the world during the pandemic and so through the scheme the air new zealand government has provided financial support to keep the country's trade channels open and allow essential international travel to continue while our borders remain closed. And Air New Zealand has received some of the support. That's right. So Air New Zealand has received support through the scheme for its freight capacity, or in other words, to keep cargo flights running. So this contributed $182 million towards Air New Zealand's cargo revenue in the first half of its current 2022 financial year, which ended in December. And for some wider context, in that half year, Air New Zealand's total revenue was $1.1 billion and it, made and it made a $376 million loss before tax. So can you tell me more about today's announcement? Yep. So for that, we need to rewind again back to October last year, where Air New Zealand received a contract extension, which meant it would continue to receive support under the scheme until the end of March this year. So basically in a couple of days' time. And so in today's announcement, Air New Zealand said that it had been awarded another extension, meaning that it will receive another 12 months of support for its cargo flights. So until March 31st, 2023. And so this will support approximately 60 flights per week to the next destinations like LA, Hong Kong, Vancouver and Shanghai. So with New Zealand's borders reopening, though, it seems as though the return of international travel is inching closer. Do airlines still need just as much support as what they've been receiving? 
So this was mentioned in today's announcement with Air New Zealand noting that the level of support is set to reduce over time with the expected recovery of international passenger demand over the period. All up, the contract extension is expected to contribute approximately $180 million towards Air New Zealand's cargo revenue for the full financial year. So that's in comparison to, as I mentioned earlier, the $182 million in support for the past half year that it has been providing. There's been some other news about Air New Zealand over the past few days, though, hasn't there? Yep. So last week, the airline announced that it will be relaunching its direct route between Auckland and New York later this year. So this was a service that was initially set to start in October 2020, but got cancelled due to the pandemic. And so this new route will run three times a week and will take between 16 to 18 hours, making it one of the longest routes in the world. Thanks, John. That, that flight sounds like a nightmare. but uh, here's some news from over the ditch the CEO of casino operator Star Entertainment Group has resigned Uh, this has happened right in the middle of a public inquiry designed to work out if the Star Group should keep its casino license in the past we've talked about Crown Casinos who have also had issues with the regulators is a similar thing happening here? Uh, yes, it is. So Star is a big casino operator in Australia. It runs three casinos in Queensland and New South Wales. It tends to pull in around $2 billion Australian dollars in revenue annually and has uh, around 8,000 employees. It has a market cap of just over $3 billion. But Crown is much bigger, right? Yes, its annual revenue is much higher by about four times as much. But where they are matching closely is that they've both been hauled up in front of regulators to explain alleged breaches of rules around money laundering and basic duty of care charges. So so what happened is that late last year there was a flurry of media reports claiming Star had been warned that its anti-money laundering controls were just not adequate. In fact, it's alleged that Star had actually attempted to recruit high rollers who turned out to be linked to criminal activities. And that sparked the public hearings? Uh, Yeah, the New South Wales gaming regulator launched the review of Star's licence last year. And since then, it's found a litany of breaches, including uh, apparently allowed uh, Chinese high rollers to use their credit cards to transfer millions of dollars in one day, uh, which which you're not allowed to do. It then disguised that as hotel expenses. And throwing this back to the start of the story, what about the CEO? Why have they resigned? The inquiry heard last week that the CEO, Matt Beckier, furiously rejected a KPMG report that found Star was failing to stop money laundering. Star then rehired the authors of that report in an attempt to water it down before trying to claim legal privilege to hide it from the financial crimes watchdog. Fast forward to this morning and a statement from Star said that Beckier had resigned It said he had informed the board that as CEO, he is accountable for the company's processes. A timeline for his departure has yet to be made public. Cheers, Jose. Shall we end with your Apple story? Uh, Sure thing. So if you're sitting out there listening to this and you're an Apple iCloud user, you might have a refund flying into your bank account soon, all thanks to an out-of-court settlement. Okay, so what was Apple being accused of? 
Okay, so essentially it was being argued that Apple had breached its own terms of service for the iCloud service. Uh, so iCloud is Apple's online storage service. And what it was happening was if you signed up, you got 50 gigabytes of uh, storage space free, uh, which of course isn't very much, certainly not these days. I have that, I need that, that much space for all my PDFs. So subscribers would generally pay to get more storage. And it was being claimed that in some cases, Apple was using third-party third servers to store data. Have to say, Jose, that sounds like a lot of PDFs. <laughs> you don't know the half of it, mate. <laughs> but where does this refund come in? Uh, so a class action lawsuit in the States was brought against Apple, and that has been running. But now Apple has decided to settle, and it's agreed to pay out nearly 15 million US dollars to affected users. Now, those who qualify to receive money from the settlement paid for extra iCloud storage from September the 16th, 2015 to January 31st, 2016. Unfortunately, it only applies to people that had a US mailing address in that time period. And on an individual basis, it isn't going to be a big check. Most eligible people will be getting $2.79. That's just over $4 in New Zealand currency. And that brings us to the end of the show. That was a recap for the 28th of March. Thank you so much for listening. Would love you to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz and you can also leave a voice message. There's a link in the episode description. Absolutely. We will see you tomorrow. Matewa. See you then.